Hi, this is Delcina with Keeping It Fit for Life. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I look forward to us both growing together as we go through this journey of learning new habits and skills that will help improve both our fitness and our health for life. Hey everybody, this is Delcina West with Keeping It Fit for Life, your online fitness and nutrition coach. I am here today to give you some information that will help to improve your life and your fitness for life. I'm so excited to bring you today's session. It's actually going to be a two-part because there is so much information and I want to make sure and give you the time to hear it properly. And if you need to, you know you can always get back with me on social media or email me at delcina at fitforlifeptllc.com and I'll be sure to get back with you with any information or graph or details that you may have. So let's get ready to start our show. Today we are going to be talking about vitamins and minerals. Now most of us understand that vitamins and minerals are very important to our health, to our lifestyle, to our energy, to our survival. But, like myself, most of us don't really understand, you know, what specifics they do, which ones are needed, which ones are not, what deficiencies arise from not having one more so than the other. So I'm going to try to help you and give you a class today on vitamins and minerals. We're going to start off with vitamins and then we're going to talk about micronutrients. So let's start with vitamins. Vitamins come from the Latin word vita or life, which is the same root word as vitality. So vitamins are an organic compound that we need to live and to thrive. Unlike what many of us think, many people believe that vitamins give us energy but what they do is they participate in metabolic processes such as growth repair digestion energy transfer nervous system function and immunity so our bodies need it in order to function properly and then when your body functions properly then you have energy and then minerals they don't give us energy directly either they help to build body structures such as our teeth and our bones. They help regulate our body fluids and their cofactors and enzyme reactions. Um, so they, again, also help our bodies to function properly so that when it functions properly, it can go ahead and lose fat and gain muscle, exercise, move, breathe, maintain your blood pressure and your body temperature, etc. So that's what specifically vitamins and minerals do okay so let's start with the first one vitamin a and i'm going to tell you the name of the vitamin and then give you the the um technical name or the chemical name and so you can see it when you identify it on food labels or in supplements so vitamin a aka carotenoids all right they are involved in the pigments of the eyes, immune functions such as wound healing, stem cell development, and red blood cell development. And we get those from dark colored 
fruits and vegetables, red, orange, yellow vegetables, fruits such as carrots, pumpkins, winter squash, orange, sweet potatoes, beets, orange, and melons. And because a lot of people will say, you know, eat carrots because it's good for your eyes. It's really true. But so are so many other vegetables and fruits that are red, orange, and yellow. They'll give you the same vitamin A. And also dark leafy greens such as spinach, collards, and mustard greens. And then liver and egg yolks. Those things are high in vitamin A. Now, not getting enough can result in difficulty seeing in dim light, dry eyes, dry rough skin, and acne. But then if you get too much, you can have nausea, headache, fatigue, loss of appetite, dizziness, dry skin, and birth defects when you're pregnant. Most of the times when we're getting too much is because we are supplementing with um, lab-made or supplements in addition to our diet. So you'll see this similarity in a lot of the vitamins we talk about. Okay, so vitamin B. There are several types of vitamin B. The first one is B1, a.k.a. thiamine. And it's involved in uh, like helping to produce energy, uh, potentially treating diabetic retinopathy and nephropathy. And we can get it from beans and legumes, sunflower seeds and tahini, nutritional yeast, whole grains such as oats and barley, and nowadays most cereals are fortified with vitamin B1. Now, there's some issues with uh, deficiencies. If you don't get enough vitamin B1, which is known as beriberi, I didn't know that I've heard that term before, beriberi, it can cause burning feet, weakness in your extremities, rapid heart weight, rate, swelling, loss of appetite, nausea, fatigue, GI distress. I mean, that's a whole lot of stuff. And then if you have chronic B1 deficiencies, like alcoholics have a chronic B1 deficiency. And because alcohol makes it difficult for your body to absorb it. And But the B1 deficiency isn't common today because, like I said earlier, most foods have or are fortified with B1. So if you are eating any type of cereals or grains, you're going to get enough B1. Then there is B2, a.k.a. riboflavin. And B2 helps to regulate the levels of other B vitamins. So that's what its main function is. And it's involved in um, metabolizing drugs and toxins in the liver. It's involved in red blood cell production, maintaining the health of your skin, your nervous system, and your GI tract and of course red blood cell production and we get it from soybeans mushrooms spinach whole grains especially wheat almonds eggs shrimp beef liver dairy and nutritional yeast and not getting enough b2 can result in damage to the mucus and skin membranes such as mouth inflammation or rashes uh, conjunctivitis light sensitivity anxiety loss of appetite, anemia, and fatigue. Now, I want you to remember, as we go through these lists, they're not completely, I'm not, they're, I don't, they're not totally complete because as science improves and progresses, we learn more about vitamins and minerals and their effects and their value in our bodies. And because of length of time, I won't be going into all the details of every little thing that they do or don't do in case of deficiency or in excess. But I want to give you the main gist of it, right? Okay, so the next one is vitamin B3. Now, 
the deficiency of vitamin three B3 is rare in industrialized regions like here in the United States. It's made involved in DNA repair and in maintaining our health, our skin, our digestive system, our nerves, cellular signaling, you know, all those neural um, activities that send impulses from our brains to our other parts of the body. And it's actually involved in cholesterol controlling levels of your cholesterol. We get it from whole grains such as whole wheat and buckwheat, mushrooms, canned tomato products like tomato paste, beef, fish, pork, chicken, liver, from any source. Now, not getting enough can result in damage to the mucous skin membranes, such as mouth inflammation or rashes, like in the B2. Again, um, not getting enough can result in diarrhea and dementia. But getting too much can result in nausea, headache, diarrhea, liver toxicity, insulin resistance, and flushing of the skin. You'll notice a theme that getting too much of a lot of these minerals and vitamins usually result in some sort of GI intestinal issues like nausea, headache, diarrhea, liver toxicity. Your body reacts similarly in the same way. So let's go to vitamin B5. Believe it or not, I did not realize we had a vitamin B5. It's panthenic acid. I've seen panthenic acid, but I didn't realize it was B5. Now, this is involved in drug metabolism and maintaining skin health. If you see a theme here, most of the, all these B vitamins are involved in maintaining good skin health. So it's important for you to get them from whole grains. The B5 we get specifically from mushrooms, corn, avocado, peas, potatoes and sweet potatoes, lentils, and then egg yolks, beef liver, poultry, fish and seafood, and yogurt. If you've noticed, a lot of the foods we get these B vitamins from are carbohydrates. So carbohydrates are not bad for you in moderation. Okay, so let's talk about two more B vitamins. We got three more rather. We got vitamin B6, aka pyridoxine. And pyridoxine or vitamin B6 is involved in glycogen breakdown, red blood cell metabolism, nervous and immune system functions, and also forming the neurotransmitters and steroid hormones. Very, very important. We get it from potatoes and sweet potatoes, a carb, sunflower seeds, chickpeas, bananas and plantains, love my sweet plantains, spinach, fish, pork, beef, and poultry. Now, if you don't get enough vitamin B6, it can result in damage to the mucus and the skin membranes. Again, all these vitamin Bs are involved in skin membrane and mouth inflammations. If you don't get enough, you can have nervous system disorders, anxiety, sleepiness, irritability, confusion, depression, anemia. Now, getting too much of it results in painful neurological systems. I'm reading this one directly. Look for excess B6 from supplementation in people with things like carpal tunnel syndromes or tennis elbow. Now, uh, one caveat. When you're hearing these, don't feel as if, oh my gosh, I have those symptoms. I need to go out now and get a vitamin B6 supplement. No. The idea is to get 
mostly all of your vitamins and minerals from whole foods. I should have actually started the segment by letting you know that. The preferred way to get all your vitamins and minerals are from whole, minimally processed foods. Because one, you're going to get sufficient amount. Two, they have a lot of interactions with each other that help to balance the absorption in your body. So the best way, again, is to eat whole, minimally processed foods. And then if you take a supplement, you don't want a supplement that has, you know, two ten thousand percent of X, Y, and Z supplement or micronutrient because if you're eating food, remember, you're going to get some. Now, the next two B vitamins are vitamin B7, which is biotin, and that's involved in DNA replication and transcription, also in metabolism of certain proteins like leucine and in energy production. And we get it from nuts and peanuts, sweet potatoes, onions, mushrooms, chocolate, whole grains, especially oats. I love oatmeal in the morning, especially the um, steel-cut oats. Um, You get it from tomatoes, beans, and legumes. And then, of course, egg yolks, dairy, liver, fish, and pork. If you notice, most of these B vitamins, you get them from meat products. And so if you are on a vegan diet, it's usually recommended that you supplement with B vitamins because it's difficult to get if you don't have any, um, if you don't eat any type of meat products. And then not getting enough can result in dry or rashy skin, nausea, loss of appetite, hair loss, thinning hair, conjunctivitis, and depression. And then there is the vitamin B9, aka folate. Folate, folate is found in foods while folic acid is a synthetic supplement. So you'll see that sometimes. And um, B6, or sorry, B9 is involved in metabolism and it's involved in forming new proteins and red blood cell and especially fetal development. And we get it from beans and legumes, leafy greens such as spinach and other greens such as asparagus or broccoli and chicken liver. I don't really eat chicken liver, but I can get it from other stuff. And then not getting enough can involve or not getting enough can involve um, anemia, low white blood cell, uh, weakness and weight loss. I know don't start not not having your vitamin B9 so you can have weight loss, Um, cracking, redness of tongue and mouth, diarrhea and low birth weight. That's why it is a supplement in prenatal vitamins because you want to make sure that the baby is healthy. And then getting too much can result in masking vitamin B12 deficiency. All right, so that's getting more than 1,000 micrograms in the folic acid format. Ah, there's one more B vitamin. So there's vitamin B12, a.k.a. cobalamin. This one is new to me too. So this one's interesting because this vitamin B12, we can actually store... Um, decades worth of B12 in our liver, which is good because as we get older, our body is not as good at absorbing B12. So that's really good. And then um, it is only produced in bacteria. So only bacteria can produce B12. Isn't that weird? So, But it's found in animal products. Um, so plant-based eaters need to supplement vitamin B12. It's very hard to get too much vitamin B12, so there are no real toxicity symptoms. 
but is involved in DNA synthesis and maintaining healthy nerve cells and red blood cells. And we get it from fish and shellfish, beef, especially liver. I used to love when my mother made liver and onions ah, and dairy products. And then not getting enough can result in neurological problems such as poor memory, poor memory, mania, dementia, and psychosis. And then also loss of appetite and weight loss, fatigue, weakness, depression, and mouth inflammation. So those were all your vitamin A and all your vitamin Bs. That's quite a lot of vitamin Bs. And they have so many different functions. And we'll talk about a couple more vitamins. And then we will have to go to part two, which you'll have to tune in next week to get part two. So the next one is choline. Now choline is a water-soluble nutrient that's often grouped with your vitamin B um, with your B vitamins. Water-soluble nutrients are excreted on a daily basis. That's why it's important to supplement with those or eat the foods that contain them often, unlike vitamins that um, are transported through fat. However, some people have this genetic condition known as, I'm going to try to pronounce it, it's long, trimethylaminuria. <laughs> trimethylaminuria in which they over excrete it as a byproduct of choline so this will give them a fishy smell even when eating normal amounts of choline so uh if you have somebody who smells fishy <laughs> they might have trimethylaminuria now um this involved in nutrient transport possibly lowering inflammation liver metabolism and building cell membranes and we get it from shellfish, beef and liver, eggs, salmon, pork, chicken, legumes and beans, and tomato products. Not getting enough can result in problems metabolizing fats, liver disease, kidney disease, muscle and nervous tissue damage, and cognitive memory problems. And getting too much can result in hypotension. One more, we'll talk about vitamin C, aka ascorbic acid. A lot of people know about vitamin C. We supplement with it often, especially during the cold and flu season. People are like, you got to stock up on your vitamin C. Have your vitamin C before you get sick. Well, let me tell you exactly about vitamin C. So vitamin C is involved in protecting your cells from free radicals. It's an antioxidant. It's improved iron absorption. It regenerates vitamin E supplies. It builds collagen synthesizes norepinephrine and carnitine, and in metabolizing cholesterol to bile acids. And we get it from most colorful fruits and vegetables and organ meats. Now, not getting enough vitamin C results in poor wound healing and structural repair, like bruising and collagen rebuilding, and poor dental health. If you get too much vitamin C, that's why you got to be careful with over-supplementation. You're going to get diarrhea or have a higher risk of kidney stones, okay? So, we've gone through vitamin A through C, and there's so much information. At the end of this, I'm going to leave a chart on my Facebook page, or you can email me at delcina at fitforlifeptllc and request a copy of a symptom checker that will show you briefly, if you have a certain symptoms, what supplement what vitamin or mineral you may be deficient in 
Now, before you make any medical decisions, please be sure and check with your primary care provider, your dietitian, etc., to make sure that you have medical profession before you go changing your diet to something radically different. I'm just here to provide you some information that will give you a stepping stone into thinking about your diet. Primarily, as a wrap-up, you can get most of all of your vitamins and minerals from whole foods that are minimally processed. And next week, I'm going to talk to you about vitamin D through zinc. So make sure you tune in to 98.5 FM, The Rock. Or you can listen in on my podcast, Nutrition Made Simple, on anywhere that you get your podcasts. And make sure that you listen to Delcina at Keeping It Fit for Life. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you tune in next week for part two. Love you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I really enjoy spending time with you. And remember, if you want any additional information on what we spoke about today or any questions relating to health and fitness, please search for me on www.fitforlifeptllc or on my new coaching site, which is www.procoach.app slash Delcina. I'm always found on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And once again, thank you so much. Have a beautiful and healthy day.